Today, we are going to hear about this incredible story of Garth Steele. Our guest today is Garth Steele, and he is going to share with all of us his life story. And uh, I pray you will be blessed by what Garth will share during our conversation. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to do so and be an agent of transformation for your for his kingdom's purposes in your family in your community and in your city this is tribe 1110 and every week we'll try to bring you um, inspiring real life stories of entrepreneurs and ministry leaders so that you really get inspired and you get insights that can serve you in your own life in your own journey we also bring you obviously uh, like i mentioned practical tips on business and money the whole idea behind that is so that you can be inspired to take action and uh, advance God's uh, purposes in your own life and in the life of people around you. And uh, before we continue with uh, Gar's story, this show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping uh, Christian entrepreneurs take the, the next right step in their business, in their finances, so they can avoid costly mistakes, and uh, be ready for the upcoming decade and beyond. So my name is Bol Kere, your host. And uh, like I mentioned, I have this honor, this privilege, and the pleasure to have Garth Steele with us today. Garth is a dear friend. He's a beloved son of God, son of the living one. And uh, he's generous with us today with his time to share uh, about his story and um, Garth, um, you just retired from Welsh, where you've been a partner for many, many years. Welcome. Good to be with you, Bold. Thank you for being here. And uh, for those of you who don't know Garth, uh, in a previous episode of Thrive 1110, Garth uh, helped us uh, have more clarity in regards to uh, questions like, should I incorporate or not? What is a corporation, a partnership? and uh, the HST rules that might or might not apply to you. So you can go back and listen to previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca website. That's thrive1110.ca. And you can also catch it up on uh, your favorite uh, podcast outlet like Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc. So back to you, Garth. Um, uh, this is really a treat, and uh, I'm really looking forward um, to you sharing this story of yours. So, um, like I mentioned, you just retired from Welsh. And uh, how long have you been working for Welsh? I was uh, with Welsh for 42 years since I was a co-op student, University of Waterloo, at the age of 19. Wow. So that's... that's uh, that's a very long time, and uh, it's a it's a it's a how can I how can I put it? It's it's a dedication that we we rarely see nowadays. Now, uh, um, so obviously to stay that long at Welsh, 
it must have been something that you liked doing. So did you, did, did you like doing that? So did you, did you, did you start knowing that you'd always be doing accounting and, and how come you stayed that long in, in, like in, in, in working with one company? Right. So I, um, interesting story how I got into accounting. When I was yeah. in high school, in grade 11, uh, when I'm high school or as a junior kid, I hated phys ed or gym class because I was this fat little kid and I hated to do exercise. And I come to grade 11 and gym or phys ed is on my agenda. And after two days of running around the track in my dress shoes, I decided to go to the guidance counselor to say, I need out of gym. And uh, she said, well, it's only all one other class in, in grade 11 in that time slot, and it's accounting. And I said, okay, I'll take accounting. And I go into accounting after missing the first three days, and I end up with the highest marks in the class, and wow. I loved it. So wow. I kind of got into accounting that way. <laughs> wow. Talk about something, yeah. Yeah, my dad uh, was a drug, uh, he owned a drugstore, and he delivered prescriptions to his uh, customers. And I would go in on the weekend and drive around in the truck with the delivery driver. And one of the delivery drivers was a part-time guy who went to the University of Waterloo studying math and accounting. And he worked for my dad's audit firm, which was Thorne Rudell at the time, now it's called KPMG. And I remember talking with this driver about how cool that was about a co-op program, which I had never heard of before. Mm. So I applied to University of Waterloo, and I got in. Wow. And after six weeks of classes, uh, we have interviews. And um, I had eight interviews with eight different accounting firms. And um, we rank the firms, and they rank us. And then the uh, the computer does the matching. And I had a 20-minute interview with Welch and a 20-minute interview with my dad's accounting firm, Thorne Rudell in Ottawa, who I wanted to work for. Mm. And I ended up getting this job with Welch, mm. who I had no idea who they were. <laughs> and I ended up being there for 42 years. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. God, this is this is how you got into accounting was really like uh, nobody can say that this was planned other than maybe planned by God. But it's it's fascinating how you didn't want to do this like physics like this gymnastics or whatever course running uh, course you had to do and you said, oh, give me something else. And the only thing that was available at that time was accounting. Now, when you when you when you started these accounting classes after having missed the first few days of it and you ended up really having excellence in, in like finishing at the top uh, of your class there. Can can you tell me like when you started doing these courses, did you sense that wow, okay, this is something I I can be good at? Did you sense it right then when you were starting discovering what accounting was? Yeah, I did. I I mm. got a sense that uh, the numbers, you know, debits and credits yeah. in accounting made sense to me. 
Mm-hmm. And for some of the kids in the class, it didn't. But for me, it did. And I, uh, I really thought, yeah, maybe this is something for me to do. <laughs> wow. It's fascinating how I, I can't help but, but uh, realize how you were already wired for these types of things. And, and God orchestrated the fact that you landed in that class. Uh, wow. And then finished at the, at the top. And then you, you, you have this conversation with the driver talking about co-op and you end up at Waterloo. Yeah. Unbelievable. Talk about, talk about divine, uh, divine encounters. And, uh, it, it, it just makes me want to pray right now for, for you out there listening, uh, watching and, uh, pray for these divine encounters. May God position you to, to really have encounters with people so that whatever he has planned for you will come to fruition so that it'll open doors and may he make it so that your mind is alert to realize whenever you are in the midst of those types of encounters that this is a destiny a destiny shaping encounter so uh, thank you, God, for uh, for doing that for people listening and watching us uh, at this moment. Uh, sorry for the interruption there, Gath. Please. Uh, so so you start working at Welsh, and what do you start doing at Welsh? So I started out in auditing, and uh, one of my big clients was a commercial landlord, real estate developer, construction company, and I was the manager of the audit and the controller really liked working with me, and he was trying to grow his department and offered me a job to come and be the assistant controller. Mm. And I said, no, I really love public accounting. I'm going to stay at Welch. Mm. So he ended up advertising the job, and he hired this uh, beautiful young woman, and I ended up being the auditor, and she's the auditee. And um, we ended up falling in love. And uh, I end up uh, having to give up the job of, of the auditing because it would be a conflict of interest to be auditing somebody that you're in a relationship with. <laughs> anyway, we end up getting married. Wow. And we've been married, to, Kathy and I have been married for 32 years now. Wow. So uh, accounting in Welsh uh, brought me the best person in my life. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? The story only gets better. So you, you're starting, and part of your duties is to to work with this this uh, this business owner, and he wants to actually hire you, but you realize that this is not really what you love doing, the type of job he wants to offer you. And so you stay at Wells doing what you do, and it ends up uh, that you you are auditing his firm. And uh, and uh, the person he hired instead of you ends up being your wife. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> and I keep thinking of uh, Proverbs sixteen nine. It says, "In my heart, I plan my way, but you, O Lord, determine my steps." Hallelujah. And it's um, it's tricky sometimes to figure out what's God's calling and what's your own ego. Wow! Wow! 
that that is amazing. I you you listening to this, I don't know what you're getting out of this, but the 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 story that Garth is sharing right now is packed with insights. First, we we really uh, learn the fact that like God orchestrated or orchestrates things in our life, and uh, and He's wired you, He's wired me, He's wired Garth to do. Uh, things uh, with ease, with more ease than other people uh, uh, um, have, and uh, and uh, with more grace. So, so he orchestrated God's steps through also divine encounters to land at Welsh, and um, and yeah. So uh, God has been there uh, throughout his entire career. Met his wife through his obedience, staying true to uh, the desires that God had put in his heart. To not go work for this construction business, but to stay doing public at- accounting at Welsh. So he meets his wife that way. What a what a story! And uh, Garth, I'm going to ask you some follow up questions so you can continue unpacking this story for us. But we will yeah. do this after a very short break. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial. Helping you, Christian entrepreneurs and professionals, discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. All right. So welcome back, and we'll continue with Garth's story here. Uh, So, Garth, you met your wife, and you had to step down from, from this auditing auditing this particular company because obviously it was a conflict of interest so that's integrity right there you could have hidden this uh, relationship and 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 continued doing your job and uh, whatever but you wanted to to um to work with excellence and integrity and uh, you, you just decided no this is not right we need to uh, to uh, i need to to let go of this auditing responsibility for this company and then uh, so tell us what happens next in your story at welsh right well that uh, that audit was taking up about 50 percent of my time so when i got rid of the audit i had half my time available and at that point this was in uh, uh 32 years ago mm-hmm. and um they were introducing the GST into Canada. And it was a white paper at the time. And our firm decided that we needed to have somebody gain expertise on the GST so they so that our clients would be well served. Mm-hmm. And I had all of this time. And they came to me and said, Garth, would you come and uh, talk about, or learn about GST and teach our clients? I said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> And uh, so I got into GSC, became a GST expert. Now it's called HST in Ontario because they harmonized the provincial sales tax with the federal GST. And uh, I've been teaching clients and other accountants for 30 years on GSC HST stuff. So after about five years in, in that role, uh, the firm liked what I was doing, uh, found me to be a leader, and made me a partner when I was 33 years old. Wow. 
<laughs> now, again, if if you are sitting there and you're wondering, wow, okay, I need to have more clarity about this subject. Garth is talking about like HST, GST. Uh, uh, like I said at the beginning of this episode, uh, Garth really gave us clarity uh, in a previous episode of Thrive 1110 regarding HST, the subject of HST. So you can go back thrive1110.ca and catch up on that past episode where Garth unpacks really gives us direction um, as far as HST is concerned. So that's thrive1110.ca. Now, Garth, you become a partner at Welsh. So, so the fact that you decide to stay the course, uh, stay with integrity, let go of this auditing job that took 50% of your time. Now your time frees up. And at the same time, the GST is introduced and you're asked to be the residing expert of GST within Welsh. And, um, and uh, it, again, it, it, I, it just makes me realize that sometimes God wants to free time, free the time that we use to do certain things so that he can actually bring something else, something new that will lead us on the path of our destiny. And that's what I'm also praying for you listening, you watching today that whatever God wants to free up in your life, that you'll be obedient to let go of these things so that he can bring about the new that he has for you, which is in line with his calling, with his destiny for you. So praise God for that. So God, what does it mean to be a partner at Well, So you're asked to become a partner. So how did that happen and what did it mean for you? Yeah, so a partner is somebody who has uh, a technical expertise, is a good leader, is a good mentor of other people who work in the firm mm-hmm. and uh, whose, whose clients appreciate the advice they're providing. But it also means somebody who can help grow the business because mm-hmm. you're an owner of the business and you need to make the business thrive. So that's what a partner is. Mm-hmm. And um, after I, after I uh, introduced uh, GFC to our clients, uh, things got a bit less busy for me because it was fairly straightforward and I had a bit more time on my calendar and we were looking to grow our firm and um, we decided that we needed to get into a marketing. Mm. And so I had a bit more time on my calendar and they said, uh, Garth, would you be willing to be the first partner in charge of a marketing department? Mm. And I said, yes, I would. And uh, so after about six months in that role, I realized I did not have the expertise to be marketing, and I convinced our firm to hire a marketing director. And that was, uh, you know, a sixty thousand dollar job back then. And um, the firm, many of the people in the firm were like, "What? We're going to spend sixty thousand <laughs> on somebody who is not providing services to our clients and earning revenue?" And I said, yeah, we need to do that to be able to grow the firm. Mm -hmm. And I was able to convince them to do it, and we Mm -hmm. did it. And uh, now today our marketing department is uh, four people. So we've uh, we've really grown as a firm because of Mm -hmm. that initiative. Wow. So, (laughs) Garth, your story is really packed, 
packed of insights. Look at right there, this this marketing initiative. Well, first the humility that you had, re- recognizing that no, like you don't have the skills, and maybe maybe not even the the desire or the drive to do that, and that you needed someone, you as a firm needed someone to really uh, head this marketing initiative. And uh, and uh, by the grace of God, you're able to convince uh, your team to do that, and and it helped the firm grow. Um, and it seemed like a, like an expense, just a, a pure expense, but it it was actually an investment. And uh, absolutely. So uh, sometimes, if if you are if if you have a business, if you're considering a business, uh, you have a ministry. Sometimes there are some some quote-unquote expenses that will look like they are not worth uh, doing, but actually these expenses are investments that will launch you further into whatever you're doing, into the growth you're looking to to achieve, etc. So uh, may Holy Spirit lead you in having clarity on what expense is actually an investment uh, so that you can be uh, confident to make those decisions when comes the time. Uh, and I'm not just talking about marketing, obviously, uh, because you may be in a situation where it's not marketing the issue, but uh, may Holy Spirit guide you to make the right investment choices in your business so you can uh, thrive and, and impact your community and, and, and your city. So, Garth, you mentioned a partner is someone who really has this uh, these technical abilities, this leadership uh, uh, skill, and uh, and able to help the firm grow. So from then on, you become um, uh, you no longer employed, but you uh, you have to actually invest in the business with your own money, and uh, and uh, and the biz. So your how can I put it? The fact that you have something to put on your table now, de- you have more stake in the business. Depends on if the business does well or not. So that that is quite something. So so when when you were asked to become a partner, what went through your mind? Like when you learned about these details that you had to invest and you'd no longer be salaried by, but getting like profits from the from the company. How how did you feel? Was that difficult or rather easy? It was. Um... It was questionable, you know, mm-hmm. for me, because when you're on a salary, you know what your salary is. But as a partner, you get whatever's left. Mm-hmm. So if there's nothing left, you get nothing. <laughs> but if you do really well, you get a lot. So um, it, it was uh, a bit questionable, but I mm-hmm. I appreciated, um, and maybe it was a bit, a bit of my ego to say, hey, I, I could be a partner, and I get to put the word partner on my business card. and mm-hmm. and um, and that type of thing, but um, in the end, I think it was uh, it was a smart decision because mm-hmm. my dad owned his own business, so I was a uh, you know grew up in an entrepreneurial family, mm-hmm. and I guess I was headed in that direction. Mm-hmm. You had uh, you already had a model of of someone in business in your close circle. Your dad uh, already owned yep. uh, this uh, this drug this pharmacy this drug uh, store. Yep. Okay, so that that was also part of the inspiration. Uh, praise God. So, okay, so you become a partner. You convince the firm to hire a marketing person. The firm grows, 
And and now what what comes next in the trajectory of your career at uh, at Welsh? Yeah, so I get into a bunch of different fields, um, specializing in HST right after retirement, mm. uh, managing the marketing department, mm-hmm. uh, and then I get into uh, auditing uh, not-for-profit organizations, mm. which could be uh, charities. There were churches. There were uh, Blues Fest, mm. um, associations of professional groups. In fact, I was the auditor for uh, several years for the CA Association of Ontario mm. in Toronto. So, um, good experience there, and um, and that experience got me involved in the community mm-hmm. and the ability to volunteer on various boards using my accounting and treasurer skill set. Wow! Wow! We've been hearing the story of Garth Steele. And uh, this will have a part two because we want to hear more about your story, Garth, and uh, we'll invite you to come back for the following episode so you can continue sharing this story with us. So much, so much more to say and so much more for us, um, uh, for me, having this conversation with you right here and for the people listening to really get from you. And um, before we transition towards the end of our time, With this episode, I'm going to invite all of you listeners to our Let's Get Practical section. Let's get practical. Bold. Let's get practical. In our Let's Get Practical section for today, and uh, again, this is Garth sharing his story. I just want to bring about a few points that I was able to glean from Garth sharing his story. First, God wires you specifically to do the type of work that he is calling you to have. God orchestrates things, even when you're not thinking of it, even uh, as you, like God is the master planner. So trust him and recognize, uh, ask him to help you recognize when he is bringing about divine relationships, divine connections uh, to you divine encounters, because that can be an open door towards your destiny. Again, don't be afraid to let go of something that God wants you to let go of because he has better for you. If he's asking you to let go of something specific, it's because he has something better for you. And you don't want to be holding on to something that will will actually keep you behind and, and maybe lead you to unnecessary trouble and suffering. So um, there are other points. Uh, Yeah, another one maybe that I'll share from what Garth uh, uh, said, uh, shared with us um, a few moments ago is don't be afraid of expenses that are actually investments. They may sound or seem like they are just a waste of money, but If you felt led by Holy Spirit to go with them, do that because it can actually save you a lot of time, help you grow faster in the direction in which God wants you to grow. So don't be afraid of expenses that seem like they're only expenses, but in reality, they can turn out to become investments. So anything else you want to share, you want to say as a a takeaway 
for this part of uh, the story, Garth, be- before we wrap up? Um, probably the most important thing is, uh, as an entrepreneur or business owner is to be getting wise counsel. Mm. And that would mean talking to your accountant, talking to your lawyer, talking to your competitors even, mm. who you might think of as your enemies, mm. but uh, they'll help you too. And um, don't be making decisions based on your own information, but mm. seek God's wisdom as well. Amen, amen. So you can do it, go out and do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. All right, folks. I really appreciate the fact that you've been listening, watching us today. And uh, Garth has more to share with us in the next episode. So tune in next week as we continue with Garth's story. This is Thrive 1110, and I'm Paul Kerry, your host. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.